All right. And in three, two, one. Got with me here, Alex Dunn. You may uh, not know him, but you'd know his work. He played the guitar outro for the first 113 episodes of the show. That's right. Thanks for having me, Tiger. Yeah, let's uh, scoot that sucker Get up right about there. Okay. Yeah, and if you move back, just kind of carry it with you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, how goes it, man? It's good, man. Odd times you're going through, but uh, I have optimism that we'll nice. we'll see it through to better days. Yeah, and with and b right before we uh, kind of went on air, I offered you a, a CBD joint. You said you've been smoking less for any reason, like your lungs start hurting or just... No, just uh, clarity of mind. Yeah. Um, going to university here for psychology this fall. Really? And so I'm just trying to, you know, keep my mental psyche in check and nice. just stay as productive have as you, possible. So have you gone already to any classes? Like, do you know any of the teachers by chance? Um, yeah, I virtually met with a couple of them. Nice. They seem like really cool people. Yeah, I had really two people. For, I had uh, this grad student called Allison Maddock on the show. She was a psychology postgrad. And then Dr. Nick Allen, who I think is the digital <laughs> psychology guy there. So it's funny. I was like, have I, I had one of your teachers on the show by chance? That'd be awesome. That would be cool. I but mean, it's a small town after all. It is a small town. Yeah. And I'm going to have a OSU professor come on Wednesday or something in a couple days. Nice. But nice. Um, because I'm doubling up every day, like the episodes don't come out day of. They come out like within a day or two of mm -hmm. the episode. But I'm keeping them in chronological order again. So, yeah, what have you been up to, man? You've been playing guitar? Just Been playing guitar, uh, trying to stay as musically influenced as possible, um, you know, trading off ideas with friends through texts and voice memos and yeah. working and just trying to stay as productive as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, flatlining and, like, doing nothing for a certain amount of time. Did you, at any point in the pandemic, just, like, completely just have a lot of free time and almost fall into a pit of like, whoa, too much free time is like not always a good thing. Musically, yes, there was a point where I got completely detached, like I kind of lost sense of creativity, but you know, it eventually kind of came back to me and it has at this point, I'd say so. Nice. Um, but yeah, again, it's it's been weird times we've been going through and I feel like people, when I notice people around me, um, there's all different kinds of emotions. I notice frustration, you know, kind of uneasiness yeah. and um, anger and confusion. And I feel like those emotions are just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, we just had someone on yesterday who watched a lot of like news, like left and right wing news. And I'm like, why do you do that? You're supporting them by watching them. And he's like, because you got to stay informed. I'm like, do you though? And he's like, well, I like arguing with people when I'm drunk. And I'm like, I really think people like being angry, and I think that's kind of the basis of why people care so much about all this stuff. It's mm -hmm. like they need some reason to be outraged, like their life isn't going super well or for whatever reason, they just want like almost a direction to like focus their rage and be like, that's why. Well, it's easy to be, to be angry. It is. I think so. And I, I think hate, it's not very clever. Yeah. Um, I think really if we're going to see ourselves through this, you know, we really do have to come to terms with the fact that we both have sidewise different perspective perspectives um, opinions but the most important thing is meeting in the middle yeah because there's no other way around that I mean but sometimes some sides are right see I'm normally like that for the longest time I was like man generally if there's like two sides of something the middle is the right way mm -hmm. and I got there because I like would watch one side and I'd be really convinced that I'd watch the other side I'd be really convinced I'm like man I go back and forth so much that I just don't even have an opinion anymore mm -hmm. but I'm like sometimes radical opinions are needed like if you really look at like the situation that the world's in like super boring monotonous slow changes like that's like the center of everything may not get us where we need to go in time for certain things and I'm like some at some extent, I think radical change may be needed in the near future, especially with like, hey, a lot of fish are dying and being overfished. Like you can't just like, oh, well, let's just fish five percent. Is that the conspiracy you're 
I never even watched it, but just like, have you? It's it's really insightful, actually. I don't want to be depressed for an hour, man. Yes, I know. But like, the whole thing is like, in that, there's no like middle ground between like, no, let them fish a ton and uh, we need to stop fishing. It's like, no, we probably should stop fishing, you know, like, or at least that direction toward things. If anything, I don't understand pescatarians. I would rather go no fish, but still eat like beef and Mm -hmm. chicken rather than no beef and chicken and pork, but eat fish. Like fish is the worst one of all of them. Okay, let me touch on that. So when you say you don't want to eat fish, that's fine. I love fish. It's actually like my go-to for protein. Wow. I mean, there's a lot of nutrients in fish. Oh yeah. Omega-3s. Good for you. Um, But when you eat meat and such as beef, Mm -hmm. you know, um, what kind of meat? Like, what's the quality of the meat? Is it locally derived? Is it from Oregon? It's uh, usually grass-fed from Trader Joe's, Yeah. but that might not be local, and it's always in plastic packaging. Like, every single thing at Trader Joe's, if you go there, is, like, sometimes even double-packaged in plastic, where I'm like, Trader Joe's, you're literally that close to being, like, the super eco-conscious grocery store, but then they just fuck it up with how much plastic they use. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I mean, for me, whenever I walk down the meat aisle... um, we were just speaking about this a little AKA while ago. AKA the gay club. <laughs> or even <laughs> drive down the street and pass fast food restaurants. Yeah. I think about the quality of the meat that they're serving yeah. and what's actually in that meat. Oh, I have so much self-guilt when I get a Crunchwrap Supreme. Like, I, I, yeah. I just, like, fall down and I'm like, I'm just starving. What am I going to get? Kenzie's a better person than me. She at least gets it with the black beans. But then in some way, you're still supporting Taco Bell, so no it's like, different. it's no different. How much better are you really being? But it's like, I mean, so do you ever like falter, give up, and just eat the shittiest meat ever? No, no. actually not recently. In fact, the reason why I stopped eating fast food is just because it made me feel terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just like ethically, but also Drains just nutrition-wise, yeah. there's just nothing in it. Nothing. It's just trans but fats. But taste-wise, I don't think there's it trans fats. It tastes good. I don't think trans fats are legal in the U.S. anymore. Really? I am almost positive that about six years ago, they made it so you can't serve anything with trans fats in it. Mm. Could be wrong on that. And we'd have someone Google it, but my computer's already running way too hot. Literally last night, I took a screenshot of it because it was running at 99 degrees Celsius. I'm like, you convert it over. It's literally like 210 degrees Fahrenheit. And I'm like, this can't be good for it. Like, I know the metal isn't going to melt, but like the batteries have got to get hurt. So I'm trying to baby the computer a little bit. Yeah, I just, what's concerning to me is the um, concentration, what is it, the? Of dark matter. Uh, no, con- <laughs> concentration animal feeding operation. Yeah. Concentrated animal feeding operations is, you know, you have all these really depressed animals that are shoved into really small spaces. They're mm-hmm. filled up with steroids and antibiotics to prevent bacteria from spreading. And those facilities turn into petri dishes petri dish for for viruses depressing let's what's your favorite tv i'm kidding (laughs) and uh it's really concerning really to me and it's like something i really don't want to support and every single time we go down the meat aisle and you know these the big four meat packing industries like tyson and j and m i believe there's two of them you know it reaches 90 percent of our stores wow and so I think it's really important to figure out where's the meat coming from. And it's all about quality over quantity. You know, a more convincing way to, to talk people into, like, stopping doing this, you should carry a gun around. Oh, <laughs> Anytime no. you see someone, just, like, hold it at them, like, this is what you're doing to the environment, motherfucker. Well, it's, and then you put holster it. No, yeah. don't eat this kind of meat again. Then you walk. It would leave an impact on people rather than, like, sitting them down and being like, imagine being that pig. 
imagine the petri dish that it's causing. Like, a gun would really impact people's opinions. They'd be like, whoa, I'm hurting Mother Nature by doing this. No more Taco Bell. Yeah, speaking of Mother Nature, this oh coronavirus is, is um, kind of a consequence. You're so funny. You literally, before the show, you're like, I don't want to touch on anything controversial. Well, I knew it was And you bring up, you're like, uh, let's go politics, let's go factory farming, and then <laughs> coronavirus. So I'm like, man, we can talk about literally anything. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. been eight minutes. It's been eight minutes. <laughs> it's been only eight minutes, man. I knew it was going to happen. so funny. And, yeah. and again, I did, before the air, when you're like, I don't want anything controversial, I told you I was going to ask you, what it, what's your opinion on uh, trans kids getting vaccinated in Afghanistan right now as the triple okay. deucey? Obviously, you, there's no even opinion who worth having I on that. Who am I to say who you want to be, first <laughs> of all? You're actually going to tackle them all? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about trans, I believe that anybody should feel the way they feel about themselves and express themselves that way. I had a trans coworker who isn't working with us any longer. I think they had some other things going on. But, you know, it's the, the correct answer for a thing like that is a, quote, a Pulp Fiction quote. Man, I don't even have an opinion. That's the correct answer. When someone asks you a purposely charged question, uh-huh. that there's no like you, you could be so rational. But the other person has like hundreds of hours of CNN or Fox News or their friend pumping through their brain. And you have like two minutes to try to change their mind. You're working against hundreds of hours of programming. I'm like, just don't have an opinion. Just like lead a life. And just like if like topic gets brought up, just like laugh about it and have fun, and be nice. But I'm like, yeah. I think purposefully trying to get. Okay, what brings this up is yesterday I had a pretty right leaning friend on the show. Love the guy, um, but at the end of it, I was like, I want to go like take COVID more seriously because of the fact that he didn't. And he's like, I don't know, man. I swear to God, every time I'm put in front of someone who's like really politically like pushing something on me, an agenda, makes me want to go the opposite way. And maybe I'm yeah, unique with that. The fight or flight mechanism kind of kicks in. Yeah. And so I feel like that's the beauty behind um, really connecting with people with different values and belief systems is, you know, hate isn't very clever. It doesn't get us anywhere. It just kind of divides us, which we've been noticing a lot these days with vaccines and all of that and I just you know I just have faith in scientists and experts who know what they're talking about and I mean I've been vaccinated for like almost five months now yeah I mean the first and look at you the first shot you're falling apart you're like a leper over here <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> and, and the uh the first shot for me was really exhausting I mean I was fatigued and I had to sleep for you know longer hours than usual second one was a breeze yeah and so I felt like that was I'm just throwing it right there. It's just for the better of the good. It's just for the future. And I think it's just one step towards getting through it. And I think another one is to consider, well, where are these viruses coming from? Yeah. You know, wet markets in Wuhan, China. Or labs. You know, it's just, it's cruelty of animals. Yeah. You know, locking them up in cages and putting them right next to each other, exposing themselves to. And that's just the Karen that lives down the road. (laughs) Yeah. So So many people who own animals, like literally just kind of keep them in a cage and they're like, that's okay. That's fine. I'm like, no. I mean, I just had my cats around the garden before I came over here. Yeah, so that's animals to love to to roam around. You know, they yeah. belong outside and they don't belong in dark, you know, facilities that are all crammed and yeah. you know, they're covered in their own feces. I mean, and I, sorry, it's it's kind of a grim topic, but no, I thought I'd just touch on that. Like, we have a HEPA in here and a HEPA in that room. And, like, most people with an animal or two in their house have no HEPA and, like, leave their windows closed. I'm like, that's poor air quality. Like, people have, like, literally directly correlated, like, how well people do on tests and how well people's cognitive level is Mm -hmm. to how clean the air that they're breathing is. Right. um, after some forest fires, HEPA's got installed in the schools and, like, not in uh, forest fire season. They kept them running. And literally 
all like through all grade levels their test scores improve just from having and breathing cleaner air that makes sense so i'm like yeah. if anything that's a good thing to gift people yeah air quality is essential good air quality i mean essential and we're pretty lucky here it's funny in oregon or in eugene oregon specifically it's like we get the best of it all year round and then we literally get the worst of it for like one month or whenever fire, oh, the season, fire comes. season remember like, last year yeah we get literally I mean, the best and the worst the sky was red red it was like the apocalypse i know i ended last you know. show the guy kept kind of talking and i was like oh my god i lit a fire somewhere that i forgot about I like just left it unattended and then like after a sudden i'm like wait you did yeah but I didn't. It was just like, it was literally just an out for the episode. And I'm like, man, what if a forest fire starts like in the next couple days? And that would just be the worst juju ever to put out. So again, formally, I did not ever light a fire in the last like month. I swear to God, except for the, the CBD joints, which I've been lighting on the show. Yeah. yeah. But in terms of actual fires, I'm like early springs, like campfire season, chilling. Mm-hmm. It is so fucking dry out lately, man. It is, man. We're going through a drought and drought. you've been seeing those pictures that I've been yeah. sending you about Cottage Grove Reservoir. It's crazy. Yeah. Do you live close to that? I thought you lived on like... I live in town, but I've just been live. doing landscaping for a <laughs> I thought you lived at your exact address. No, <laughs> no, no. I, I've been doing some landscaping for a client in Cottage Grove and nice. helping her out with her seven acre property. Nice. Which I think would be really cool to hold events on. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful out there. That'd be a dream. But uh, yeah, I'm waiting for some rain. Looking forward to it. Badass. Before you, we you, we started the airing because we have a guitar there and we have two guitars out there. Mm-hmm. We should have just like come up with like a rhythm and just like put the mics on the guitars for a minute. That would have been fun. Next time you come on, we should absolutely yeah. do that if you're down. Yeah, let's collab, man. I mean, you probably know how to, to just jam on a chord progression really quickly. We're not going to do it this time, but <laughs> next time, that'll be a blast. Because again, daily yeah. episodes, I'm going to be having like people who are just chill on like once a month or however often. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I've been I've been looking forward to being on this show, man. I mean, you invited me on a while ago, a and I was like, I don't really ago. know what to talk about. It's so. a lot of people, yeah. It, it, and like lately, now it's like adding cameras to it. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to be on camera. They're just okay being on microphone. And then other people are like, oh, with Delta, I don't want to come on. And then like other people are just like, well, yeah, what's the topic of conversation? I'm like, it's a conversation. Do you like have it's a topic impromptu. for everyone? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like. Just a weird amount of, like, people are bailing because of Delta. And I get it. Eugene is so bad right now that mm-hmm. I'm like, honestly, it's really valid, especially if, like, their whole, like, their boss or they're an employee and, like, their whole organization's like, don't fucking do anything with anyone right now. Mm-hmm. I get it. But, yeah. yeah. Alex Dunn, give a give a quick intro to who you are now that we're, like, what, 20 minutes into the show? Who am I? Yeah. Um, my name's Alex Dunn, and I like to play music. Um, I like sounds a lot. I like school a lot. Nice. And Tiger is a very good friend of mine. If and I had a so, fart when you're like, I like sounds just rip ass. You like that sound? <laughs> good um, thing we're gonna do that someday. We're gonna lock up the window. <laughs> we're gonna turn the heat on and have it like be 110 degrees. And we're gonna be eating like lentils or spaghetti the day before. We're just gonna rip and see how uncomfortable we can make the guests. <laughs> we'll wear like garbage bags. Like, oh, you came underdressed. I mean, yesterday with the Pope outfit. Someday we'll just, you know, we're like wear robes. We're like. We're, we're easing into fucking with guests on the show, but, like, I mean, like, someday I'll just dress up really nice, but I'll tell the guest, oh, it's just, like, a super casual thing. Come over, like, way under there. She'll be in, like, a nice, like, dress, and I'll be like, this is embarrassing for you. <laughs> what are you going to do? Go home and change? We're already live. <laughs> but, um, but it's yeah, not anyways. Live, by the way. It's not live. No. Uh, but anyways, you like, you like sounds. Yeah, we've known each other for, like, three or four years mm-hmm. now. Oh my God! We met up in Corvallis when we both lived in Corvallis. At a I didn't actually store. live in Corvallis. I was doing petitioning at the time in Corvallis for star voting. Uh, no, I think it was for oh, the um, mushrooms. No, it Those was are the two for petitions I signed up there. Gosh, if only it was for star voting. 
basically it was preventing or stopping the importation of animals in their parts was one of them and i forgot the other it sounds bad but like you know rhino <laughs> horns and like yeah. the black market items that you yeah. know again this is all i feel like this this topic that You're we're a having big is, animal guy man <laughs> yeah no i'm all about animals man um it's just basically stop cruelty to animals yeah and definitely to each other yeah you to people is a big one i mean kenzie and i just yesterday saw like a video of someone walking down philadelphia and mm. i'm like we have bigger problems to fry than like these like little like fine-tuned things of like oh like i mean obviously like animal cruelty is a big thing but it's literally like hundreds of people that are out of their minds like they need one-on-one help to mm-hmm. get out of the situation and it's like no, we need mental health facilities again, we need, man. Yeah, and we need yeah. cities to disperse. Like, cities should not exist seeing them. And, like, I mean, we, we spent one weekend, three nights, in, or two nights in Portland. It was traumatic. I was like, what the fuck? I never would live in a big city. Because, yeah. like, you go my, out at night. My parents like, are in Whoa. Seattle right now, and they're like, it is what? crazy up here. So they just took a ferry to an island. I forgot what it's called. You remember The Ring, that movie? No. You don't remember I The never, Ring? I never watched Lord of the Rings. No, The Ring is like Never a horror movie. Th- oh, no, we don't watch horror movies. I don't either anymore. Uh, There's already anymore. enough crazy stuff going on these days. Yeah, so. that's funny, man. You made a big uh, mental health shift in your life. You you started Mind Clarity, Less Smoking, and No More Horror Movies. What what was your peak? Did you just, like, were you just sitting there like really anxious about nothing? And you're like, oh, maybe it's all the input of horror movies and like stuff like that. Because like, I get that feeling. If I start to watch like news or anything negative, I'm like, why do I feel like something's wrong in the universe? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, my adjustments to what I'm doing happened at different times. Mm. I think it was just a personal choice for me to stop smoking weed because it just felt like it was fogging me up and it was kind of dulling me down to, like, my fullest potential. It wasn't helping your craft. Not really. I felt like it was just, again, dulling me down. And the fact that I'm going to university and I'm going to be taking a lot of classes, I'm working a part-time job, I just have to have, like, my mind on par to, like, really succeed in that. What are you going to do with a psychology degree? You know, I'm still exploring that. and yeah. um, Psychoanalyze people. <laughs> I know. I told a guy at work there, he's like, so what are you studying at school? And I was like, psychology. And he's, well, I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was funny. That is um, funny. But, uh, yeah, where were we? What are, you, what are you doing with it? Like, what, what would make oh, you yeah. say, oh, I I'm going to go spend, like, essentially thousands of dollars to get a degree? Yeah. Like, do you have, like, some light at the end of the tunnel where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get the degree and do this? Or yeah, just, I'm, like, I'm going to network with people. Um I mean, maybe down the line, like teach, um, nice. maybe start my own practice potentially. Teaching, easiest, most overpaid job ever, right? You get summers off, you get to leave at like four. Yeah. Easy. You yeah. get complete power over like tons of people. And you also just genuinely, I just find people really interesting and in how the brain works. And, yeah. you know, especially with politics these days too, like, you know, all that. So, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be a teacher. It'd be way too much like impact over like a bunch of students like one of them reaches out to you in 20 years or like oh my life's going really well it's like what about those other 300 students i had that year that they didn't do well you know i'm like oh man like i don't want to have that big of an impact on people's lives where it's like a a direct one-on-one like you're teaching them stuff you're in many ways directing them it's Mm -hmm. like whoa who's responsible enough to and like good enough of a position in life to have that level of power or control or whatever it is specifically over kids or like i guess you'd be a college professor I mean, yeah, potentially. Um, also, I just think in general, how can I be useful? Like, mm. how can I actually be useful? And, you know, I've attempted finding counselors in the past, even with this pandemic, because I just want someone to talk to, really, yeah. you know, um, honestly. And it's really hard to find a counselor. Like, there's a huge demand for um, 
for counselors these days. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, and then you probably go through like three or four who are just horrible until you find one that's. I can't even good. find one. These really? Days. Yeah, I think they're all, they're all, you know, completely packed up with clients. You know. Wow. Yeah. I did not realize it was that yeah. bad right now. Yeah. Fuck. Everyone's <laughs> mental health is just literally hanging on by a thread. Yeah. Wow. So I feel like you know studying psychology is really therapeutic. I can be my own counselor and be like, okay, that's where you know. to do it. So yeah. yeah. I mean, hypothetically, everyone like should be at least some form of their own counselor because it's like, is counselor an interchangeable word for therapist? I may have it wrong. They're basically the same thing, in yeah. my opinion. Or some yeah. people call them like shrinks or something like yeah. that. Yeah. They're interchangeable. I think. Yeah. Have you ever tried BetterHelp? A podcast I listen to has that as an ad all the time. It's like it's like one of those sex lines, but it's literally a therapist on the other side <laughs> of the line. It's literally like you pay per minute, much like a sex line, but it's like a therapist who will just talk to you. And Tim Dillon has an ad for it every single show. And he always makes fun of it. But I'm like, probably helps a lot of people. BetterHelp. Yeah. Call it today. Yeah, sure. If it helps. Yeah, if it helps. Yeah. I mean, honestly, anything that keeps people from like self-destructing or destructing others lives or eating meat mm-hmm. honestly <laughs> it'd be cool if like because uh, i mean now like taco bells like someone just said they're paying 17 an hour i've seen like 14 an hour it'd be cool if like the price just went up so much that people no longer saw fast food as like a cheap easy option but it became like as expensive but as why is it cheap well it's cheap because it's cheap labor and shitty meat and stuff but like what i'm saying is what if the labor went up enough that it was in line with like a better kind of food that was like more local or better, mm-hmm. then people would probably choose it way less. Like already, it's not that cheap. If you actually go get a full meal at like Taco Bell, you're spending like as much money as a sushi burrito or like- Not if you're ordering off the dollar menu. Yeah, that's a mess. Yeah, it makes you kind of wonder, wait, how is this only $1? <laughs> Well, it's you know. probably comforting to know that it's not like, isn't Taco Bell and not even considered meat because it's so much like soy and, I don't know what's and in that filler. Stuff, it has like a lot of soy and filler to the yeah. point where I'm pretty sure they can't call it meat. And maybe that was like in 2009, so like maybe they like radically changed things around. But I'm like, funny thing, that's a good thing, you know? If you really think about it, it's like, cool, it's that much less animal cruelty happening. Yeah, and I, I don't believe that Taco Bell really sells good quality meat, and I don't think it really comes from a good... Talking about this is making me want to crunch around. Or even Carl's Jr. any fast food restaurant, really. Yeah. I mean, it's 90% of that kind of meat is in our grocery stores, and it's being sold to people, you know, through fast food chains. How do you live thinking about this all the time, man? I don't really... Th- I've only actually really considered this, like, the past three days, because oh, I okay. knew so we were going to this is like have... a hot-on-your-mind kind of topic? Yeah, this oh, okay. is recent, you know, and I, yeah. I've never really agreed with fast food. I mean, my parents are health freaks. Mm. My dad's vegetarian. My mom's, like pescatarian oh growing up did you get so much shit for eating any meat uh no not really they're just like you shouldn't eat that stuff it's really not good for you shouldn't you. eat that yeah. yeah so i think health i don't think it's not good for you it's not good for the planet for sure though yeah like i think eating like and so it, it it's 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 related to these viruses though it's like, yeah this is where all these viruses are coming from yeah and so yes get your vaccine for sure but that's only the first step what's In the last re- step well, the second step is, you no, know, don't support that stuff because it's creating disturbances in the world. Yeah. It's you an know? interesting thing when it comes to, like, I mean, have you ever just, like, considered, I'm not saying this is how it is or how I even believe about it, but, like, in many ways, it's like a, a flu for the that the world's getting, like, the, like the planet's getting. Mother Nature's and, like, consequences. A fire, like, a, a wildfire that's like, hey, maybe overpopulation. You're, like, packing too many people and, like, things are getting too hot. 
and it's just like everyone's like, well, let's just save everyone, and it's like it might make a worse fire like a wildfire down the line. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like, man, just as soon as you start being in a packed city for too long, you're like, whoa, this isn't even a big city. We haven't been to Hong Kong or mm-hmm. um, like New Shenzhen, York. New York. Right. I was in LA for literally one week, and I didn't leave my hotel room because I was like, I'd leave and I'd walk down the street. And I'm like what's going it was Burbank it was like the nice part of LA and I'm like holy shit people are mm-hmm. packed in like rats so what's the correlation not everyone in LA is a rat I'm not even saying in your that. opinion I mean, in terms of like how close to people global are. warming and the meat packing industry people should spread out and just have more localized farming yeah and like it should be less like of a monocropping situation but like if people were kind of like just spread out more so they could have some level of their own animals and like less people around them so for better for mental health like what's the real benefit especially with like working from home like why would someone want to live in a massive city because the more that you're in a city you realize like there's so much stuff to do it all just costs money and why do you need that money or why do you like you work so much just to make money to go spend stuff that's where the jobs are usually yeah but not anymore like all jobs that like make money tend to be online jobs because they scale better sure so it's like make maybe manual labor jobs but like eventually there will be really uh, efficient um, electric vehicles that cost like very low amounts of money to get you to your job so it's right. like and they they drive themselves so you could hypothetically be like replying to emails and text while you're getting to your like uh, a landscaping job and stuff like that but i'm like people just need to spread the fuck out we are mm-hmm. way too close together much like uh if you have like a roommate even though you're your best friend when you move in by the time you move out you kind of fucking hate them you know it's close like, quarters can get close that quarters. way yeah. like i mean like literally like and and just on a bigger scale that's kind of what cities are it's like people who should be getting along but really, like, they all have very different religious beliefs. They have very different political beliefs. They have, they have different ideas of how their households should be run. It's like, mm-hmm. but they're shoved so close together. You don't even have a yard to go, like, like, we can't, like, really be, like, we're on the second story. We can kind of, like, hang out naked in our house. But, like, <laughs> if we're on the first story, you could never hang out naked in your house or, like, outside in your backyard. And it's like, humans were probably meant to, like, just walk around shirtless or something to some extent. And it's like no stay clothed all the time someone's always able to see you mm-hmm. that is not like i mean people have like uh video cameras in their own goddamn house now and i'm like who would want the concept of being watched that much you know as we're on three cameras <laughs> yeah <laughs> i keep it to one room i keep it to one room the rest of the house is for free yeah that's so funny yeah good point yeah. i know like uh someone's like you guys should get one of those ring doorbells i'm like i don't want to add to the fact that like people Fun, walking man. down the street update with an alexa system we have uh apple you should actually see the the, yeah, the stereo me. system when, when to we give get me out tour. of here that'll be yeah. exciting because i mean you're a sound guy are yeah. you um i've had this talk with a couple people are you fidelity or like how does it sound and feel kind of person like do you have like what, what studio monitors do you have at your house that would say a lot to me oh gosh i don't know if i want to answer that question i need to update those oh, really? but, uh yeah man i i think um what what sounds most natural and yes i'm i'm a bit of a perfectionist and i can tell i have a lot of ideas that i've had a hard time even kicking out of the nest at this point mm-hmm. you know musically yeah um, was it love potion number six or seven? Oh, the potion yeah the potion yeah did that song ever come out uh i mean i have like kind of like a bootleg of it see you gotta like put stuff it. out man yeah, like, being know, a perfectionist is literally like directly contradicting like 
you as a musician progressing because like to some extent you gotta kick it out and be like okay i can't work on that anymore it's already out and yeah. then be like well, what did i learn from it i'll just take that to the next one you know true and see Obviously, how it grows too. To talk, but yeah. see how people what people think of it down the line yeah. as well i mean i've showed it to a lot of my friends and they're like wow dude that sounds really good and i'm like I liked it. but it's not good enough yeah that's you bad know? It's a, i mean this obviously like i don't edit it purely because i'm like oh do i want to edit out that um and then do i want to edit out that pause and it just goes so deep to the point where i'm like fuck it every episode goes out the well, next hey man day. maybe we can work on that together maybe, <laughs> maybe you're the person that needs to help me kick it out of the nest just kick it out and you do some <laughs> level of editing that'd be so i mean you you played guitar on my album and you played guitar uh, as an outro to the to the um, to the podcast mm-hmm. and what was that recording process like wasn't it the most chaotic thing no ever? it's great because if i have somebody that's just like all right alex you're done it's out <laughs> done. and yeah. i'm like fine there's nothing i can i can't argue and with it was that random you know? recording it was like uh what's like a chord progression solo over it about 20 times yeah and i just edit all the pieces of solo that sound good together good enough right and right. you just got to roll with it because i'm like especially like acoustically it can go so deep, especially with like EQing, like, well, do I want to keep that frequency in there? Does that mm-hmm. sound a little boxy there? That's a little tinny. I want to, you know, that drum could just have another layer to it. Maybe it needs like a, you know, goes so deep. That yeah. like, I have two songs that I've spent probably hundreds of hours on that I haven't put out yet. Cause I'm like, went too deep in the hole. And mm-hmm. now every time I hear it, I just hear what's wrong with it. Yeah. But I loved them when they were like stems, like they were like literally eight tracks. Now it's like 30. Right. And it's like maybe sounds better, but I enjoy it less. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I'm like going more minimalism with my music, my music taste and my music, like what I'm liking. Like I used to be really into Bonavere-esque, like really artsy music. That's like all these layers. And now I'm like, I want casual listening, you know, mm-hmm. like the person who was on yesterday kept promoting Kanye. Are you a Kanye? What, what are you a fan of musically? Um, all sorts of music. I mean, I like everything from rap to folk to. Britney Spears. Yeah, sure. I nice. like Britney Spears. All cool. yeah, Britney Spears is great. Yeah, yeah. dope. Yeah, <laughs> really? I I I, can't. I mean, I'm a '90s kid, man. <laughs> yeah, good point. You know, Wait, so. how old are you? 28. 28. Nice. Yeah. I think the guest yesterday was 28 too. I think we've had three guests that are all 28 now, and I've thought all of them were like 26, like a little bit younger. You're 26. 24. 24. Yeah, Mackenzie's 26. So like colloquially, okay. colloquially, our age is like 25, 26 ish. Yeah. And so I'm like, for some reason, anyone who's under like 35, I assume is our age. Mm-hmm. I wonder if everyone does that. Like, did you assume we were 28? Well, you're very mature for your age. That's the beard. That. Speaking of, you could grow a massive beard. I, I don't could. think I've ever seen you non-clean shaven though. I I like a clean shaven. Yeah. I find beard, it's a little bit uncomfortable for me. I like They're a bit itchy. Yeah. You do? It gives you something to scratch. No, people have always told me, hey, dude, you look good with facial hair. And I'm like, oh, You thanks. did. I want to see. Do you have any pictures of yourself? No, obviously not right right now. It's a completely naked photo, but you just have a little bit of stubble. <laughs> yeah, I have one picture. You can show it. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I do actually have some photos of I, me I would with like some to facial see hair with some scruff. It's you yeah. either in front of a reservoir that's down, or it's you in a meat aisle, <laughs> like saying no. <laughs> I'm like, those are the two things that I like like because uh, I would, no one else is sending me pictures of like, hey, look how much of a drought we're in. And I go take a shower, and I'm like, I feel depressed about you wasting this water right now. <laughs> but I'm like, it's okay. So, like, you're, you're like, very tuned into climate change, uh-huh. viruses, Well, you have to be. How do you not get depressed, man? I, well, I mean, you just see it for what it is, and you're just like, okay, well, cool. Well, we're making electric cars, and we're trying to steer away from, you know, these global phenomena from happening. Yeah. And, uh... I just think that there is hope 
and you just have to be optimistic and just have faith in humanity. Right next door mm-hmm. lives Mark Fraunmeier, who's the CEO of Arkimoto, which is those three-wheel electric vehicles you may have seen around town. Right, I, and I've seen you and Kenzie driving them. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right. so it's funny. So On I'm like social media, of course. Yeah, we're like we're 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 doing our best to aid in the good direction of yeah. humanity in that way. Because that's like something like. It's so interesting the more jobs that you look at that it's like, do I agree with the core ethics of this company? And like some of the jobs I was working on, I'm like, no. And then I'm like, and I'm wasting my, like I'm just like killing myself for not that much money for a company that's actively hurting the planet. Like I worked at Hop Valley for like a day and the amount of plastic they used to like wrap these big ass things, I was like, or maybe it's an Nkasi, but some like beer place. I'm like, they're using plastic to package poison. And I'm like, Nah, I'm out of here, man. <laughs> I'm like, man, like, like, really though, like, if you own a tap house or a brewery, or like, not even that, that, that's like, I mean, I literally have alcohol right there. Like, I'm not against it in any way, but like, being a big proponent of it within a community, you gotta understand, like, you are actively creating more people who like, maybe are belligerent, yell at people, create broken, broken glass that pops people's bike tires. I'm like, you gotta be some level of conscious of like, what are you doing in the planet, you know? Yeah, conscientiousness is really important. I mean, there's going to be future generations that are going to be, you know, living on this planet even when we've passed. And I think it's our responsibility to, like, make the world the best place possible and to teach future generations that, you know, this is the best way to do it. Yeah, it's funny that what makes me conscientious is weed. Weed doesn't make me dull. Weed makes me, like, anxious and be like, oh, I got to fix my life. It makes you anxious? Yeah, weed I'm, is like the one yeah. thing that will get make me anxious in life. Yeah, same here. That's kind of why I stopped doing it. Yeah, it's like what the fuck is going on? Cool. I mean, CBD is cool. Light one of those up after this if you want. But yeah, you don't want to smoke on air. No, I'm good. Even though it's 100% CBD. Is it really 100% CBD? Yeah, it's like legally like no no THC. It's under the legal limit. You can even read it. And that's why um, I offer to all the guests. Where and that's why I smoke from? it. Um, someone called John Fries who owns Starvups, which is the largest. Uh, startup hey, helping thing. 0.3% THC. Which is under the legal limit. Under Total THC is under 3%. But the point is, there's more THC, or CBD in it under than three. THC. Um, but he has something called Metolius Hemp, and they make these, and they sponsor the show, so I get to smoke these on air with guests, which is enjoyable. Cool. So you're saying like a drop of THC would kind of make you a little bit anxious? No, not really. I just, I don't really like I mean, I've just smoked so much of it in my life that I, I just I just got kind of boring, I guess. Yeah, I we, we, or I personally, I'm not going to speak for anyone else. I've been going for the edibles because it's like a smaller come up. Mm-hmm. And then, but if you overshoot it in terms of you take too much, you're on a ride, like an anxiety ride for too long. And I got to like take something to like come down. Alcohol doesn't even help with anxiety. Alcohol just makes me like more loose with it, you know? I think alcohol just kind of makes you like kind of careless. I'm going to take a shot, you know? So... <laughs> Speaking I got of, it for the first time yesterday, and I did. Um, do you want a shot by chance? Uh, what is that? It's Krakatoa, cracking its spiced I'll rum. Try, I'll try a little bit. Cool. It's pretty good. A, is it? Yeah, it's not bad. I had a vodka last show, and when the guest left, he just bought the rest of the bottle from me. So, because I, I bought <laughs> bo- vodka and rum, and he's like, "Can I just take this?" And I'm like, "Do you want to pour your own? I don't want to create your shot for you. I just like, you make it way too much." Nice. Give it a little taste. Tiny. You're literally giving it a taster test. Yeah. I should get actual shot glasses. Like, that's probably a shot and a half. That's a party shot. That's a, that's party, a party shot. shot. <laughs> that's a fun way of thinking about it. That's a party shot. Yeah. Would it uh, Would it gas you out if I lit up a joint? No, here? you're fine, oh, dude. Dope. It's your I'm going to open a window, light a joint, chilling. Yep, that's the cracking, all right. 
that's the cracking. Because I also have another guest coming over. Like two hours after you leave, Kenzie and I are gonna. So there's a, po- a coat of epoxy over this table, and I still had some of it left over. Kenzie got an awesome plant. Um, Oh, it smells like alcohol. Um, an awesome plant hanger. And so we're making tables and we're, we're going to go coat it with epoxy. And I felt like we were going to do something else important, make yumbles. We're going <laughs> to eat oh, some yeah, food and, and make a table between guests, which is exciting. And I don't know how COVID... Are you very COVID conscious even with the vaccine or do you feel pretty safe? Um, well, I'm going to get my booster here pretty soon. Nice. Whenever that is within the next like 30 days or so. Wow. Especially before I go to U of O. Pfizer or, or Moderna? Moderna. That's nice. that's what I got. Moderna what gang. You? That's what Kenzie is. Yeah. Yeah, I was just, when they came out, I was just like, sign me up for the first shot I can possibly get. I didn't really make a decision. It was oh, just kind of like, went down to Bymart, and I was just like, all right. Give it. Shoot me up. I would specifically not get Pfizer. Like, I really morally am against that as, like, company. Like, okay. I know they're RNA-based. Yeah, they're, they're almost the same. Yeah. But the whole thing is, like, if you think about it, in many ways, Pfizer could have been paying for, like, the government, like, all these things to, like, promote people to get the vaccine. So they get more money to promote it more. Much like a friend was who was like, I watch Fox News, but I'm not supporting them. Like, by being a viewer, you're giving them ad money. True. So you are supporting them to then therefore brainwash you even more, like or CNN or whatever. Or you go on YouTube and watch clips yeah. of you know different perspectives. I think is what your friend is doing. Is he's just yeah. looking for? He said he watches CNN. He and wants to Fox. see both sides of the of the debate. But I think you know Fox he, News is a bunch of bullshit. And totally true, all news but. is bullshit, and it's all yeah. just divisive. And he's like, I want it to be less divisive. I'm like, watch it less, and it'll exist less. And that's the same with like just some evil companies. Like I have nothing against Moderna. They're a new company. I don't know how much to trust them or whatever, but Pfizer specifically has done some like shady stuff where I'm like, why would I want to like help that company exist? Honestly, I'd get Johnson and Johnson, but then everyone says that one has the most wrong with it. You know? Yeah. They had to do a recall with the Johnson and Johnson, I believe. So yeah. Spooky stuff out there, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Strange that's actually times not that bad. for sure. I tried whiskey for the first time. I want to say three or four, not three or four days ago, probably six or seven days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I probably had, what, like 10 shots, Kenzie? Seven. <laughs> and I'd never drank whiskey. And, tiger. <laughs> and I'd om- I almost never drink. That's why it's like, I'll, like, I think I drank two or three shots on the last show. I was fucked <laughs> up, dude. Like, I literally almost couldn't even see straight. And right when I came home, we were taking jewels at the time. So I, like, had nicotine. And I was just like... And I'm like, Kenzie, how long does it take like for the world to just like stop moving left constantly? And I, she's I like, it like turns right to her. And I'm like, it's turning left to me. Oh, man. She cooked me yeah. food. She was literally an angel. And I was like. I don't drink anymore. Do you stop? Um, For the most part. I'll have a little bit every mm-hmm. now and again. but Yeah, I, I feel yeah. that for sure. I, I've taken breaks as well. It's just poison. And I yeah. hate how it tastes. I'm like, why would I drink this? It tastes horrible. Right. I mean, your body reaches a, <laughs> it a gives you toxicity the dopamine. that, you know. I mean, I've been on some camping trips and probably a little dehydrated, too much sun exposure, and get back, you're like, man, I need an IV, and I really need to, like, reconsider how much alcohol I'm actually (laughs) consuming. Yeah, waking up feeling dehydrated, like, the pounding in your head, and you Mm -hmm. even have water nearby, but you're literally too sleepy or bad feeling to reach over and drink water, so you just lay there, and you're like, please go back to sleep. Yeah, for me, if I've had too much, if I've, you know, had a bit to drink, you know, I just pound water before I go to bed. And I feel like that definitely helps me, you know. Salt helps feel. me a ton. Because last night, yeah. um, I was feeling, like, really shitty after the show just because of drinking last a night? little bit. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. literally, it was, like, late last night, uh, I drank some vodka, and he drank some Kraken and vodka. And I drank, like, 
a teaspoon of salt and some magnesium in water and woke up with nothing bad whatsoever. So I'm excited. I might start drinking one shot at the beginning of every episode if the guest drinks it with me. Yeah, I haven't so, had any liquor for like the last two months. Nice. That's, That's a good place I've to just be. Been You're a raging alcoholic, right? Kidding. No. <laughs> one of the um, guests, I think the first guest back from the break, he's like, I've been coming alcoholic during COVID. Cause it just gets like, why wouldn't you like, like if you like just live with another dude or you're just like chilling just with friends playing video games and like mm-hmm. works really easy. Like he has his own business. I'm like, why wouldn't you just chill and like take some sort of drug? Mm-hmm. Alcohol is just not the one to take. Has right. Such a downside. Holy cow. Do you mind if I take a drag of that actually? You can literally have as much as you want. No, 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 not that. The, uh, oh, CBD yeah. joint there. Absolutely. Cool. I'm curious. I'm curious when you when you smoked weed, did you take a lot of joints or like a bong guy or dab pen guy? Um, All of it. The last two. Nice. I never really liked a lot of weed at one time again because yeah. it's just like I don't like getting like out of control. Yeah. You know, but yeah, probably bong hits and. How was it for CBD? Because it has keef on one side and CBD isolate on the other, so it's like extra CBD. Yeah. To the point where I'm like, I don't feel I don't really notice any THC from it. I'm very sensitive to it, like the the weed gummies. Mm-hmm. They come in uh, like squares of 10 milligrams and I have to cut it into one milligram and then like maybe I can take two or three of them max and, and kind I'm of feel it out from there. Fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, three or four, like less than half a weed gummy gets me messed up to the point where I haven't even taken 10 milligrams. I don't think cause I'm like, dude, that'd like send me on five hours of like, I got to fix everything in my life. But for some reason I'm a little bit too inebriated to do anything, mm-hmm. which causes more anxiety. I'm like. But like a low level, like one to two milligrams of weed, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like playing jazz with my life. I'm like, I'll clean up that. I'll do some dishes. I'll, like, yeah. you know, set up this and that. But how was it? It tastes just yeah, kind of like a joint. tastes really good. Um, that's another thing I want to add on is that, you know, um, with all this crazy chaotic stuff going on in the world with, you know, pandemics and, and um, you know, unaffordable housing. You have a lot of homeless people that are kind of coming here because they're yeah. safe. You know, it's kind of... Um, it's really important to have a space that when you get home at the end of the day, that you can just be like, um, (laughs) that you can just really kind of sort through your thoughts and just kind of stop any chatter that's going on in your head. Yeah. Cause you know, it's easy to get all like kind of wound up from the day. There's so much stuff going on. It's really stimulating. And I think, yeah, just like coming back to like a nice, you know, relaxing environment just to point in that a bunch of plants. Yeah. Well, they are beautiful after all. I do like your plants. I water them with semen. I don't. <laughs> That's why they're so relaxing. Damn, tiger. No, I've, I've actually had that garden coming along with me. So I've known Kinsey like five years and I had it for about three or four years before. So I've had some of the plants in that garden for about a decade and they're still alive. Yeah. They're looking good, man. Crazy. Some of them aren't that happy. They need fertilizer. Like that's actually a tiny little mini bonsai san pedro cool. which is what mescaline comes from which is the same thing as peyote or similar thing as peyote slightly different analogous though um so obviously it'll never create enough to, to take any but it's kind of fun looking isn't it yeah it's a little mini cactus yeah i love plants man oh yeah name every plant <laughs> no <laughs> are, you, are you a real plant fan no and then that one's a coffee plant which is my most <clears throat> common gifted away plant because people lose their mind when you give them a coffee plant they're like no way and i'm like it's never made coffee beans for me dude i just went to hawaii and like which island uh molokai that's like the chillest 
Yeah, it's the most native. Most native. Most untouristy. We wanted to go there, but plane tickets to Kauai were half as much as to Molokai. Molokai was $600 back and forth. Oh, it's beautiful. Kauai was $300. It's a really interesting island. I mean, one end of the island is like completely volcanic. Is there like one stoplight there or like one red light there? There are no traffic lights. Yeah. There's just stop signs. What? That's what the person pitched to me. Like, she lived there. Who's Um, who's that? I saw this girl on the way back from the L.A. trip, um, and she was at the airport. She was like, yeah, I'm heading back to my home in Molokai, and I work on Maui. I take one of, like, the $50 planes every day Mm -hmm. or something like that, and she works at the hospital. And she's like, yeah, you should come here. And then when I looked up tickets, Kauai was literally half as expensive. So we went to Kauai, which was also one of the less I haven't been ones. to Kauai. I'd like to go sometime. It was wonderful. Yeah. But we want to go to Molokai next. How was it? Oh, dude, it's beautiful. It's a really fascinating island. I mean, one end is entirely volcanic. Um, the beach on the on the uh, the west side is pretty, like, intense. I mean, the waves that are pretty big. Yeah. But um, you get out past the break, and it's really good swimming. Um, and then the east Wait, end of the island. how far out are you if, if you're past the breaks? You're like 50 Oh, no, I mean out. the wave breaks right on the beach. Oh, okay. So you just get out past that and you oh, just kind of float like around white, or the white top pretty much. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so the east end is like all like tropical jungle. Like mm. really cool, like all the vines. And, it's you like know, an the, hour from side to side? Um, About. Nice. About was like two hours from top to bottom. Really? Yeah. So if you're in the middle, you can get to any part of the island in one hour. There's one highway. Yeah. Or there's like stop two signs. Lanes. Yeah, two lanes. Is that the five? More or less, yeah. Yeah. That's the joke, I yeah. think. Yeah. That they it, have an inter- the Interstate 5, I believe, there. Yeah. 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 But it's literally like, <laughs> okay, where do you want to go? It's two hours, and you can literally get from one aisle all the way to the other. And we went almost everywhere except the the most famous part of Kauai, which yeah. is the northern shore. Uh, Nepali. The Nepali coastline. We, we didn't yeah. go. And we went in the winter in, like, December. So the so waves cool. are really, like, into summer. Apparently, it's flat, and you can even just paddleboard out and see it from the outside. It was so wavy. We it spent, was treacherous. It was like, treacherous. Like, the waves were treacherous. Yeah. Oh, wow. We spent one night on the uh, on the North Shore, <laughs> and the winds were so strong. <laughs> the The rain was so strong. And we spent the rest on the South Shore because it's, like, radically different, much like you're saying West yeah. and East are different. Mm-hmm. It's, like, that's a cool part of the island. It's, like, literally, like, different biomes and, like, mm-hmm. Minecraft when you see, like, a desert and then, like, <laughs> this. It's, like, oh, this island's fucking sick. Yeah. So I went on this cultural hike in uh, Halawa Valley. And so it's um, home to, you know, the indigenous Hawaiians that, you know, the natives there. And they have taro patches. And so they basically use the gradient of the land to grow their own food. Nice. And uh, it's just really pretty. And they have this goat there. It's really cute. Just eats grass all day. You hike or surf or swim it's, or, like, what do you mostly do? How long were you there for? I love surfing. Nice. Um, I I went snorkeling. I wanted to get a ferry over to Maui to go surfing, but the ferry broke down apparently, and they mm. didn't replace it. So yeah. my only other option was getting a uh, the fifty dollar plane ticket. I think it was even more than that, actually. Like, tell yeah, you the yeah. truth, at least on Molokai. Mm. So and it I was with totally family, tight. so I was just like, it's like a little six seater plane. Kenzie and I almost yeah. island hopped, and then we're like, do we really trust like a prop plane with six seats that costs like fifty or sixty bucks? And we're like. We'll stay here. We'll stay here. We have enough to do. We have enough to yeah. do. But we, we definitely want to go to a different island next time we go, which when will we get the chance with COVID? It's crazy. Yeah. Well, and we camped. We so camped. Oh, did. that yeah. was like another element of it that was really fun. Spent, yeah. But with days. COVID, it's like really sketchy. I'm like, are we going to lose housing? Like that's what made it affordable is like our lodging was $3 a night, yeah. not Two hundred dollars for a yeah. hotel. Yeah, the Hawaiians room. got hit hard with that. Hard, because you know, there's a lot of seniors that live there. Yeah, and so oh. they, they seem really spooked about you know 
they made sure that everybody was vaccinated. They had their vaccination cards. They, you know, had their contact tracing information into this. Did you have to do that? It was like a... We went in 2019. Oh, you went in 2019. And we spent $1,200 each, including plane ticket, rental car, mm-hmm. all food, mm-hmm. all drinks, all excursions and everything mm-hmm. for 10 days. So it was like, Whoa. that was a really inexpensive <laughs> trip, which was really nice. Yeah, it's hard to travel these days, man. I mean, I want to go and connect with family back over in England, but I don't really know when that's going to Oh, you've been happen. to England? Yeah. Wow. Dope. Yeah. How's that, man? It's, it's great. I mean, I haven't been in ages. I... Mainly when as a kid, you know, mm, teen, totally. teens and... Um, Isn't that so weird? Like, I went to Mexico as a bunch as a kid, and now I never travel. It's like parents, like, take kids on a bunch of adventures. Like, you're not going to remember this whatsoever. Let's go yeah. have fun. And it's like, what? Well, that's the benefits of having, you know, um, foreign family members. Um, you kind of have already have a place to stay, and you don't have to really deal with any other accommodations. Yeah. Are you, like, proper English? You almost have, like, a Beatles look to you. Um, my mother's English and my father's half English. That makes me three-quarters English. Nice. So. Yes. Nice. That's a so yes. So, yes. <laughs> What's the Thank last quarter? What? Last quarter? Uh, gosh, probably, like, Irish and... So pretty much English? Yeah, just pretty much Europeans. That's fine. Up. So yeah. they, like, you're, like, a first generation, or, like, they've just, like been here a long time like were your parents like just moved my here mother was first generation to come to the states wow so she moved here when she was 21 that's wild did yeah. she bore you with stories all the time about england doesn't bore me at all really no, she has some great stories about england as soon as anyone sure she's got more. 50 years old starts talking i just zone out i'm kidding <laughs> no they obviously have very wonderful stories but like yeah earlier you said when you come home from work you have like a lot of things on your mind um which means you have like an internal monologue you don't have like very vivid pictures in your mind or, like, do you have both? I think we all have an internal mon- monologue of some kind. No, some people have none. They just have really vivid photos. And really? other people have really vivid internal monologues with no photos. And then there's, like, a middle ground where you have, like, some... I think some probably both. You're both. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have a bit of a photographic men- memory, too. Wow. So. Yeah. That's cool. So, like, when someone, like, describes... Like, the guest yesterday was trying to explain his house layout. And he's like, and then imagine this wall back that much, and then it goes left. And I have, like, no imagery for that sort of thing, like, spatial imagery. Like, really? some people can, like, rotate cubes in their mind. Like, that's, like, a really a, a example of, like, hyperphantasia. Is you can literally, like, like imagine a cube, and then imagine it rotate in your mind. And I'm like, I can't even imagine... Like, if I'm not looking at Kenzie, it's really maybe faint, but it's, like, hard for me to imagine her face. Much really? less, like, much less rotating a cube kind of thing. So yeah. it's like, it's interesting to know that the spectrum in terms of like, where does your mind think? Some people think it's how you're born. Other people are kind of like thinking it's like, if you grew up and your first skill was like drawing, you probably have a lot better photographic memory. Whereas like your first things, talking to people or like playing guitar, you probably have like different, you know, I'm like, it's crazy what sport you get your kid into probably impacts them for literally the rest of their life in terms of how they think. I played all the sports when I was a kid. I think the only thing I didn't touch was football. Football, soccer? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I played soccer. I just got fed up with getting kicked in the shins, so I stopped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what shin guards are for, bro. Yeah. So. So. Um, so. If I have a guitar in here, and if you have a guitar, how how long would it take if I just like have a really basic chord progression for you to jam on it? Could you do it quickly, or would that be putting you two on the spot? Um, I could I could attempt it. Really? Yeah, sure. That'd be fun. Okay. Why not? <laughs> uh, I'll do it on. I'll, I'll go grab two guitars. Have fun, you guys. That's so funny. <laughs> well, nice. So you enjoying the the new place? Love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. I have this 
really nice Epson, and I'll give you my shitty Taylor. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Taylor's not too bad. Go for it, man. at all that's how i got the outro to the, the 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 first 113 episodes literally just came up with a really basic like four chord couple thing progression and then i'm like hey do that over it like something like 30 times and then yeah i know it's, it's kind of hard to get in place if you see there's like a a knob right here and you literally can't twist it past that see this side you can twist all the way oh yeah how whack is that and i literally the the guest gets the harder mic to like kind of angle at them yeah so, sorry for that, man. You can just throw that wherever. It's literally meaningless. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I had that guitar. Some old lady was selling a Taylor guitar for like $200 on Craigslist. Yeah. That's crazy. So, I'm like, I'll nab that up. And it's like, really, what's the difference? Because like, once you get to the 314 or something, it has the solid wood. It's not the laminate front. And then past that, it seems like to just have like nice like inlays and the price goes way up. So, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'll get the cheapest like good sounding one. Do you even tell it... Honestly, nylon what, string, right? Yeah, this is what Kenzie and I've been playing on to like learn. We're like learning cigarette daydreams, like. Obviously, um, horrible because I'm high and drunk. <laughs> uh, sounds great. But anyways, that guitar sounds so nice, and then actually hearing it next to a metal string, I'm like, oh man, that sounds like garbage now. The perspective in terms of sound is so strange, mm -hmm. like. Once you hear the sound system, it sounds so good for a while, and then it just sounds like anything. Like, eventually, sound systems all kind of, like, level out to be this, like, super normal level where, like, it all sounds the same. Mm -hmm. There's no real, like, that much better or worse in terms of sound systems. But you never answered, what, 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 what sound system do you have for music at home? Well, I really want to up upgrade <laughs> my sound system, yeah, yeah. so I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> but I've been using Bose speakers, and they're just too bass heavy. Yeah, booze. I know. Well, you know they're not they're not cheap so yeah so that's why i have you so i can bring my guitar over and we can collaborate on your fun. sound system instead fun does that sound i'd like that more or less i just boo <laughs> bose as a company because i'm pretty sure like everyone has like an acronym for like buy they're kind other of overrated bose buy other sound equipment like literally like, like everyone's like they sound really good but like they're just like crank the bass and stuff honestly i'm literally i literally have apple sound system i'm not like 
in any way like a like a person but like so i went through krks like i had krk fives mm-hmm. and then i got the, the rockets K- yeah yeah and then i got cool. the 10 inch krks where they're like big subwoofers and then at a certain point i'm like it sounds good in one place and i almost went with the yamaha's but i'm like krks because i want like heavy bass and then it only sounded good in one place in the room it had to go through an audio interface and at a certain point, I'm like, I just want smart speakers. Like, that had just, like, place wherever in the house. Mm-hmm. So it's really not that nice of a sound system, but I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by it. And I want to get some Yamaha speakers, actually. HS5s, HS7s I think, yeah, the HS5s, thing. like, they're white, the white Yeah, the that's white what I would have expected you to have, yeah. by the way, this whole time when well, I was it's saying it's what I want, thing. Tiger, so. <laughs> yeah, I get what it's like. It's hard to justify. Should I spend a grand on speakers? And then you're like... Because the Yamahas, I think, like, the HS5 is, like, roughly, like, 400 or something each. And it's, mm-hmm. like, does this sound that much better than what I currently have? I went through all of this, and then I ended up on, like, just decently priced smart speakers. Mm-hmm. Because the KRK 10-inches were $500, and I bought them with the full plan to return them. During COVID, my, like, fun activity was literally purchasing really expensive items and then returning it within the month for Amazon. Really? Like, I got a notice to my uh, account that is like, you can't do this anymore. Or we're going to shut your account down. Like there's something called like an OP one. Have you heard of that? Where it's like, it's a built in tape recorder kind of thing. It's like a four, uh, I'll have to look it up. An OP one. Yeah. If anyone looks it up, they're these dope things. $1,300. Like when I got my stimulus money, I literally, I'm like, okay, well I don't lose anything. If I spend it, return it, spend it, return it. So I did it with like four or five really expensive items. <laughs> And then I ended up not well, spending, like, you know, just spending on, like, regular, like, oh, groceries and stuff like that. But I'm like, man, I had a blast with that for about a month. I, guess, I did. You know, so there you go. And yeah. fuck Amazon. I mean, not fuck Amazon. We technically own a stock in Amazon. Go Amazon. Kill all small businesses. That's that's the way we're trying to head the, yeah. the world in. <laughs> Do you take it that far? Do you not shop on Amazon? I don't like online shopping. No. Nice. You're, like, small business all the way. Yeah. No meat. I mean, I worked for Guitar Center for a while. You're too ethical of a person, man. I got to tell you. And I have friends who are like, where do these values come from? Like, they come from me. Okay. Nice. They come from me. They come from <laughs> taking a lot of they weed don't need to come really from anywhere anxious. else. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, man, thank you very much for coming on the show. Mm-hmm. This was an absolute blast. You just opened Liquid Death for the first time. We're not it's sponsored delicious. by them. Tasty yeah. for just regular yeah. carbonated water. Yeah, it is. And I have steel. Sparkling and steel, baby. And thank you for having me on. Absolutely. This cool, was man. a joy. Um, take care. Lots of love. Do you, do you have anything you want to plug? You might want to put this closer. Will you plug it? Like your uh, Twitter or your... Uh, OnlyFans account or your anything in specific? <laughs> I'm kidding. For everyone listening. No, not really. No. Cool. I just, just it was a pleasure coming on the show and, and, and contributing to this. It's a so. joy. Yeah. You contributed more than almost any guest because you were the outro. I don't have any more outros or intro music. Uh, well, we'll have to get, work on some more, man. Be fun. Yeah. You can get copyright music even if it's your own and like weird stuff like that. So I'm like, no music. It cuts straight into the into the voice and cuts straight out after. So mm-hmm. no more music. But I appreciate you playing on my album that was a massive help you have yeah. a solo you have multiple solos on the album and you also played the outro music thank you for everything you've done man it's been thank a joy you. to meet you and get to know you I'm glad we yeah. live in the same place good catching up yeah all right and all we're right. out hit the gong kenzie oh. Lead on my um, peace she, she has one job peace. No, I'm kidding. she has five bye everyone <laughs>